this is Blake, and I just wanted to jump on because if you're hearing this, it might be December 26th, or who knows, it might be a couple days later, but we just celebrated Christmas yesterday. Um, <laughs> so if you are, um, you know, a follower of Jesus, that means that yesterday we celebrated the birth of Jesus. Um, we celebrated the birth of our King, our Messiah, our Savior, our Rescuer, and you know, from everyone at the Holy District, we just wanted to come on and say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> we, we love that we get to do life um, with our community and be with one another. And we are also very well, very aware that, you know, right now in the world, we're two and a half years into a pandemic. And while the holiday seasons can be um, full of cheer and happiness, for some, they are in a different stage um, or a different season where they might be feeling grief, um, hopelessness, and despair. And we don't want to take that lightly. So today, I just wanted to come on and, you know, maybe I wanted to read from John, um, the Gospel of John, about what John, who is someone who had spent time with Jesus, who, reflecting back and had this experience with Jesus, is trying to pass on and reflect and talk about what he believed happened in the person of Jesus. So I just thought it'd be kind of cool to, if we started at John chapter one, to read the beginning of John and then maybe offer some thoughts. So join with me if you have a Bible or not, that's cool, you can listen. But John chapter one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming to, into the world. He was in the world, and... Though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, nor a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. So... Um, through my journey of Advent this year, and by the way, shout out to Brooke and Dan and the core team out there for the awesome Advent series they just took us through. Um, but through my journey of Advent, you know, I have to say I found myself at times praying as I was waiting and expecting and looking forward to, um, you know, the birth of Christ. And for clarification, whenever we talk about Advent, you know, we are... We are talking about waiting and looking back at the historical birth of Jesus. Um, 
and looking forward, we are looking forward to the second coming of Christ. So we are waiting and we are hopeful and we are expecting both of those things. But we are also waiting and expecting and hoping and who knows, maybe sometimes even begging for God to do something new and be birthed in us now. And maybe that's what we should be hoping for every Advent, every year, every month, every day. Because I know for me during this Advent, um, I found myself coming to prayer, coming to Jesus, oftentimes very frazzled because there is so much going on in the world. And sometimes it feels like there is so much just going on inside of me, trying to process what's going on inside the world, trying to process what's going on inside, <laughs> inside of myself sometimes, so that can feel heavy. Um, and I would find myself coming to God and saying, Jesus, I need you to reveal yourself in a new, fresh way to be birthed in me. Sometimes, you know, we're two and a half years basically into a pandemic, and it seems like you know, I thought we were on a we were uh, climbing out of it right right before the holiday season, and then comes another variant. It seems like we've done this cycle over and over again, and it kind of just feels like, oh, are we ever gonna get out right? So it can seem very dark. Um, you know, I know that even some people had to cancel their holiday Christmas plans, so people might have been more lonely than they have been in the past, and um, that's hard. That's that's sad, and sometimes I think it can feel like darkness is all around, and darkness has overcome. But I think the good news that we see, one of the things that we see that's good news in this opening passage of John is that in verse 5, well here I'll start in verse 4 actually, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And then verse 5 it says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So some good news of Advent, or good news of Christmas this year, is that even though it might feel dark, we might be in a hard place, in a place where we're grieving, despairing, not very hopeful, not very cheery this year. It might be dark all around, but we know that the light Jesus has been born and that that darkness cannot overcome him. Actually, that darkness now becomes light because of him. And I think that's really good news. And then another thing that I see that stands out to me in verse 14 is the word, the capital W, um, that's Jesus. That's who John's referring to there. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So once again, just as I said a while ago, sometimes our prayer might be, God, I need you to be birthed in me right now. I need you to do that new and in a new, fresh way. The good news is that Jesus has been born and is wanting to be born in us right now. You know, through the Advent journey and through the lectionary, that's a theme that kept coming up is that the scriptural, the authors who wrote those scriptures, that God is in our midst. And I think as we look at Christmas, we see Emmanuel, God with us, 
Jesus is born one of us, and that God is with us. So whether we are having um, an amazing, awesome Christmas season with our friends, our family, or, um, you know, like me, you're actually celebrating. It's not Alexi's first Christmas. It's his actual second Christmas. But it's the first one where he's, like, unwrapping presents, and he's playing with the books and the wooden blocks, and, you know, he's just having a good old time. And you can have moments of huge excitement and joy where God is with you there. Or you could be on the other spectrum and you might be alone. You might be feeling grief at the loss of a loved one that's not here for the first Christmas. You might um, not be able to, to gather with your friends and family. You might be having a hard mental health week, month, year. Whatever it might be, whatever darkness might be around you, God is in your midst. And you know, I think the reality is that most of us are living in, the, we're not on one end of the spectrum, whether in darkness or at the other end of the spectrum and in pure joy. We are somewhere in the middle. We are having moments of pure excitement, pure joy, and then at the other moments we are having moments of sadness and grief despair. And what's, what is good news about that is that Jesus being born as a human knows that too. Thinking about the God of the universe being born as a baby and then growing, <laughs> first off, being born as a baby, that's been a cool experiment, cool um, experience to watch my own child grow uh, over the last year that's put some cool perspectives and just seeing how hopeless he is, or not hopeless, how helpless, helpless, clarification, helpless he is a lot of times, like, um, you know, I'm carrying him a lot of the time, so that's cool to think that the God of the universe had to be carried around, um, and that's some of the beauty of Mary, the mother of God, carrying him for nine, ten months and sustaining him. So Jesus knows what that's like, and then at the same time, Jesus also knows what it's like to feel, to experience um, sadness, and to feel like you could be at the end of your rope. And he knows how it is to weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. So thankfully, this Christmas, I hope, I hope that you are able to, whatever is going on, to hold on to the good news that Jesus, our King, the Messiah, has been born and is in our midst. And he is wanting to be, he is in our midst all the time. And he is wanting to be birthed in you every single day, every single moment. And I know that um, life has seasons. And that's why um, the, the church calendar, you know, following that, you learn to wait in Advent. You learn to, um, you learn to anticipate you know, expect and hope. So it's not that things just automatically happen and life is better, but we are learning and we are being formed by what God is doing in us. And I, I'm just hoping and I'm praying for all of us in the Holy District community that um, you have been able to experience God in the midst. 
this Christmas season. And going forward, knowing that God is growing in you. Because guess what? After a birth, more growth happens. Jesus continues to grow. And that's what I pray for you. Um, that's what I pray for our Holy District community as we um, enter into the new year, is that we become more and more confident that God is with us and in our midst as we enter into um, the work of the new season of tending to that precious birth. And um, from all of us at the Holy District, we'd like to say, you know, that's from Brooke and Dan out in Gilbert and Erica and I in Allentown, we would just like to say thank you to everybody who's been journeying with us. Um, you know, this past year, it's been a blast. We love what God is doing in both Gilbert and Allentown. We love the communities that are gathering there and um, the fellowship that's happening. So, I, um, I will wrap up once again. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Holy District. And I will wrap up in a prayer. Father, thank you for the Holy District community. Thank you for the people who have listened in or attended a gathering and um, chosen to be a part of a community of people who are centered around you, Jesus, and um, trying to follow you and be aware and be attentive of how you are being birthed in their lives and the lives of those around us. Lord, I thank you that you came to be one of us, came to us, Lord. Um, it's pretty mind-blowing to think about. And I, I'm just so thankful for this season that we get to be in of celebrating our King being born. And Lord, um, as we go forward, that you would give us um, eyes and ears to see and hear that we would um, be on the lookout of where you're being born in others, Lord, and that in looking at your story, that we would know that the your work is typically not done in halls of power, but on the margins, where we don't typically expect it or are where we are looking. But Lord, help us to look. And Lord, often that happens even in places we don't think you'll work in our own lives, the dark, messy areas. But Lord, um, give us courage to look there. And Lord, as we go forward, I just pray um, that your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord, that we would just continue to always be on the lookout and be aware, Lord, that you are in our midst. And in Jesus Christ's name, amen.